Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, This segment is brought to you by SCORE, Orange County, local chapter of SCORE. And uh, we're going to be talking with Terry Chambliss, who's joining us from SCORE, Orange County. Terry, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Uh, Terry, before we get started, uh, we're going to be talking about management and marketing, and I'm, I'm fascinated for our listeners to talk about this with you. Before we get into that, could you share a little bit about your personal and professional background? Sure. I spent a little time in engineering, a very little time, because I didn't like the confinement of being inside. So I looked around for opportunities to be in sales, and I got a job selling industrial water purification equipment and did pretty well with that, Uh, worked my way up to national sales management back and got my MBA. And then a guy that I went to um, business school with um, was a recruiter. He called me one day and he said, I'm looking for some guys to uh, sell investment management services to high net worth individuals. And Mm -hmm. would you have an interest? I said, yeah, that would be very interesting. So um, I interviewed and um, the guy I interviewed with said, well, if you can sell water, you can sell anything. So um, I got the job and then... um, I worked uh, selling high net worth individual investment management service for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. they moved me over to the institutional side. And and then I was a partner in a firm for a couple of years, and um, and then I um, ended my career uh, managing a retail broker dealer with a hundred plus salespeople. So indicative of what we found from Score. Once again, someone who's been there, done that, uh, been around the block many times, and had gotten a lot of experience. And then you decided to become a mentor at Score. And, uh-huh. and what was your experience when you first went down to Score and said, "I think I'd like to help out"? Oh, it's just a great organization. I, you know, it, it gives you an opportunity to keep your hand in it a little bit. You know, and. Um, I think in some ways retirement's overrated, so it's fun to have an opportunity to help other companies. And I, when I saw the guys that were there and, and the contribution they made, it it just seemed uh, like a great opportunity to be a part of it. We always say people would rather rewire than retire these days. <laughs> yeah, and so right. SCORE, for those of you who don't know, is, is the Service Corps of Retired Executives, and it's really a, a, it's a large 350 chapter organization that consists of over 12,000 volunteers who have said simply we want to give back and help businesses of all sizes and so if you're a small business owner and you want advice on any type of a topic go to your local score chapter and book an appointment with one of their many many experts and uh, Terry so in your area which is we're going to talk a little bit about marketing and we're going to talk about the importance I guess first of all of having an advisor board or an advisor board call is what you call it. Right. What is that and how does it work? Well, we have a, an advisory board. It's headed up by Dennis Wright, who I believe you interviewed earlier. And Dennis does a great job with that. And he goes out on the first call. It's generally for companies that have a half million dollars or more a year in sales. And he goes out there and talks to them about what their needs are. And then we have a pretty diverse list of capabilities among the SCORE mentors. And then Dennis decides who he's going to send out based upon the needs of that particular client, whether it's HR, finance, or management, or in my case, uh, it's sales management, strategic planning, that kind of thing. Okay, so to clarify from from my own thoughts, is the advisor board card a call for the 
the potential client or is it f the score mentors together uh, decide? No, we do it individually and it's it's for the individual client at okay. the individual client's location. So it kind of takes the place of a board of directors. A lot of, a lot of small businesses obviously don't have a board of directors. Right. They go, well, if I'm going to have a shareholder meeting, I can do it right now because it's just me. <laughs> right. That's correct. I right. mean, in, in effect, it is a board of directors. Uh, the only thing is it's free. Oh, that's fantastic. And it's not only that, but it's just great minds around the table. Everybody that we've interviewed with Score Orange County uh -huh. so far has has been a leader in their field. And so uh, to have great minds around the table that are not going to get emotional, and they're certainly uh, not going to tell the owner sometimes what they want to hear. I mean, if you have a bunch of friends sitting around, they're going to go, yeah, Sure, it's your business, whatever. Right. But you guys are there to say, uh, well, not so fast. Have you thought about this? That's right? correct. And it's what we do. And every business owner needs that because, mm -hmm. like they say, it's it's lonely at the top. That's correct. So uh, when someone first comes to you and says, I want to learn about sales, um, what do you see most often in those types of situations? Well, generally, they're um, clients that are struggling um, with their sales. You know, their sales have been growing, but they're... They don't necessarily have a plan to um, grow that those sales. So I, I try to spend a lot of time up front with them, as a salesperson should, trying to understand their needs and what problems they're having and where their frustrations are, why they are having trouble growing their sales. Some companies are doing pretty well, but they may have frustration with incentive plans or managing salespeople or whatever. But in most cases where it's a small company, it's the owner trying to do the sales and manage the company. And in many cases, it's a triage thing. He comes to work every day and maybe has an idea of a customer call or two he'd like to make, but he never gets to it because you know, he's reacting to all the things that happen during the course of the day. In terms of um, economic conditions and putting in boating terms, since we live so close to beautiful Newport Beach, um, there are times when you're sailing and there's times when you're rowing. That's correct. <laughs> and for, for most people, of course, they go through these times when everything seems to be going well, and then it can change very quickly to times when they really need to work on these things. So is that what you're finding with some people as they've gone through some economic situations where they're going, I can sail like anybody, you know, great. But when it comes to rowing, I need more help more strategies, more ideas, and I and help. That's right, correct. In that case. Yeah, yeah. And so how important is, is it for someone to have a uh, dedicated salesperson in a small business? Well, my personal feeling is, is that, especially in a small business, the, the owner of the company has got to see himself or herself as the lead salesperson of the company. And I, I've found in a lot of cases they maybe have hired a salesperson or two and it hasn't worked out and they're very frustrated with the effort, but maybe the owner, him or herself, don't want to sell, doesn't want to sell. And so um, they're struggling with that effort and they're discouraged with hiring salespeople and they maybe have a bad attitude about salespeople in general. And so the company continues to languish a little bit and doesn't really head in the direction it, it, it could. Absolutely. We're going to come back after a quick break and talk more about that because that's a very interesting point. I'm talking with Terry Chambles from the SCORE Orange County chapter. We're going to take a short break and then come back with some tips, ideas, and precautions that you can use. We'll be right back. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com the show for age 50 plus business owners. 
We're interviewing over 250 professional advisors for their tips, ideas, and precautions, so you can be well-planned. We upload new 20-minute interviews and one-minute highlights every day at ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Are you a small business owner looking for help from experienced people who have been there and done that? You might not need look any further than your local SCORE chapter. SCORE has been helping to grow successful small businesses across America, one business at a time since 1964. There are over 300 chapters nationwide and you can find workshops, one-on-one mentoring, a wide variety of tools and resources. Why not contact your local SCORE chapter and find out what they have available for you? Find out more at www.score.org or in Orange County, California, contact scoreoc.org. That's S-C-O-R-E-O-C dot O-R-G. Welcome back, friends. Just a reminder that we've interviewed dozens of advisors on a wide variety of topics, and you will find all of their interviews and highlights online at exacoachradio.com or on iTunes at itunes.exacoachradio.com. I'm talking with Terry Chambless, giving us some great tips from SCORE Orange County uh, about how to really expand your thinking on your business by bringing an advisor team and by working on your sales. And a lot of businesses, Terry, that we talk to, the, the owner says, well, I've always heard I should have salespeople, and, but I do that really well. And so it's not always true for a business owner that they need to outsource a lot of their selling efforts. Sometimes they just need to build a good support team yeah. in and around themselves, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's what I recommend they focus on because in a lot of cases, the owners can sell well. I mean, they're where they're at because they did sell well. The problem is the organization has grown up. And they've got themselves involved in all of these issues, trying to just get through the day and get production out to meet customer needs. And so they they can't seem to develop a focus or have a, uh, a concerted effort to, to build sales. So I recommend to them that they get their key players together and take a day, uh, maybe on a Saturday, when the phones aren't ringing away from the office and, and do what I call a strategic planning offsite and talk about how they're going to get to where they need to be. Set a sales goal. Set a sales goal for each of their market segments. Talk about how they're going to specifically make the goal in each of those market segments. And maybe most importantly, talk about how they're going to organize the company to free the owner up to do more sales because that's in a bottom line that's generally the problem the person that is best qualified in the whole organization to sell is the owner you can negotiate pricing make delivery commitments um, and all sorts of things like that that other people don't necessarily in the company have the ability to do so he can go out there and do that you got, but you got to free that individual up to so, go out and sell so is uh, that that's a great point I mean there's uh, if if the owner and his team can work on more processes and and things that turn into a process so the owner it's just like the doctor's office right you don't see the doctor um, sit behind the desk and wait for you and tell you what room to go into and then show up in the room uh, and do the basic diagnostic stuff and then come back in and tell you what's wrong and then go out and wait for you to come out and check you out of the office. Well, if you do see that doctor, you probably want to get another doctor. <laughs> yeah, anyway. that's correct. The yeah. doctor basically goes from, from opportunity to opportunity to help. That's correct. As quickly as possible and as mm-hmm. efficiently as possible. Right. And they have to because they're going to see 40 patients that day. That's correct. They don't have time to dwell on... on um, administrative tasks right right right? yeah and if you think about it really it's a lot less expensive for the company 
to maybe hire an administrative person or two to free up the owner to go out and sell in it is to take a run on hiring a salesperson, try to compensate them correctly, manage them, and all the issues that go along with that. I mean, at some point, you certainly want to hire salespeople for your company, but you want to get it to the point where your cash flow supports that. Well, and let's talk about that for a quick second then. You have, I, I have three categories for salespeople. I call them closers, posers, and hosers. <laughs> yeah. The closers are the ones you want. Obviously, they're the ones that they're motivated. Yeah. They, they're, they're going to go out and they're going to make things happen. The posers are the ones that might go out and have a difficult time. They're good teachers, but they're not really closing the deal. And the hosers are just kind of hiding out and getting their draw or whatever and living off of that for a little while. How do you assess these different individuals yeah. and decide when to cut bait on, on a sales team? Well, you know, sales is all about production, one. I mean, it, it, you're hired to do sales and, and hopefully you're compensated with incentive to do sales in return for producing a certain amount of business. But having said that, it's got to be good quality business, business that fits well with the organization. And there are salespeople out there that, that are entirely focused on goal, but they don't necessarily care whether the company does well or makes any money. So it's a challenge to get that match correct. But having said that, there are a lot of really great salespeople out there that will come to the work for the company, have high integrity, are problem solvers, but have that entrepreneurial spirit that you want to see in salespeople to, in a, in a sense, work for a company, but in a way, be in business for yourself. A great point. And one thing I've heard over and over again is that if you have a service business that's difficult to nail down what a sale looks like, because there's a lot of customization and things, that, if you ever want to have a shot at selling your business down the road, you really need to pull that in and create a, a more product-driven type of a sales situation out of your service. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole different type of salesperson. Yeah, it is. And, and there are lots of different types of salespeople out there. And, you know, you've got to match the right person with the job. And I, I use this example, a 300-pound defensive tackle is never going to play wide receiver. And so you got to get the right person matched to the right job. And there are tools and techniques for that out there these days. There's the Brig, Myers-Briggs tests and things like that that you can yeah. basically... Um, model or have your best salesperson, for instance, take a one of these tests to profile them and then try to hire other people that meet, meet that type of a, of a structure or profile. Right. But I think one thing that's very important to remember that when you hire a salesperson, you put them out there, that person's representing you, the business owner, out in the community. So if that individual lacks integrity, has poor follow-up skills, poor product knowledge skills, it reflects back on your company. So that's why I say that um, a business owner has got to be the lead salesperson in the company, has have to have done it themselves so they understand what needs to be done out there. If you then begin to hire salespeople, you need to manage those salespeople and expect them to do the job as you would do if you were out there yourself. And it's very important to uh, vet who you're hiring Clearly. up front. Yeah. Are background checks a good idea? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's um, you don't want to take a flyer on anybody. You, you know, you want to try to find an individual that you think ha has maybe some experience in your industry, that has uh, a track record in the business. It, but you're looking for that that entrepreneurial spirit, somebody who wants to be a salesperson that isn't just looking for a job somewhere. Because again, they're representing you in the marketplace. Does, uh, back to the offsites for a second, mm -hmm. does, does 
if someone approached you at SCORE, would you help them with some kind of a, a template agenda for what an offsite should look like? Is there something like that? I, I do. Yeah. And, and I've actually participated in some strategic plan sessions with some of our clients. Oh. I have a client mm-hmm. Saturday morning, actually, that, that I'm helping them with for a couple of hours to kick off their, their offsite. So, and that's just what they did. Uh, she sent me a template i reviewed the template i sent it back with a couple of recommendations and then i'm going to help them kick it off on on saturday morning that's great so there's a lot of help available now um at the score has really two websites locally here in orange county and that's scoreoc.org mm-hmm. and also score 114 which is a chapter number that's correct right? score 114.org now if you go to score 114 i believe you'll see a whole list of experts that are available for appointments over the next week or two mm-hmm. and all somebody has to do is go on there and then call the office and say i'd like to meet with terry that's correct uh, when he's available right? yeah or they can book it online Oh, okay. They can book it yeah. right there. Yeah, either way. And then basically, they just they would show up. They don't even bring their checkbook. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> no I'm checkbook. sure everybody's going. Where? Uh, wait a minute. Where am I going to get? So you know? No, I, I do counsel at the Orange Chamber of Commerce every other Thursday. So I'm there tomorrow, and then I'll be there again on the 29th, I guess. Okay. So 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 periodically, you're available for meetings for anyone that wants to call Anybody in. That basically, that's fantastic. It's a wonderful service. Score is an amazing organization, and we've talked with several Score members here. And on our website at xcoachradio.com, you'll find a file folder on the left hand side with all the Score interviews we've done, and we've got a lot more coming up. So please check that out. Terry, thanks very much for joining us today. It was, it was very, great very being helpful. here. Appreciate the opportunity. We've been talking with Terry Chambliss of um, Score Orange County, and we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back you're listening to exitcoachradio.com the information station for age 50 plus business owners where we're interviewing over 250 top advisors for their best tips ideas and precautions so you can be well planned We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 